Hey, what's up? It's Jared with the Hill Media Group podcast. Today, we are going to talk about customer engagement and how to maintain that using online tools and just some different methods that you may not have implemented yet. In the last episode, which was our very first episode, I discussed uh, maintaining top of mind awareness and I gave some thoughts on that and shared some ideas. In this episode, we're going to go a little bit deeper into some methods and some things that you can do just to keep that conversation alive with your customer. It uh, definitely business is different for a lot of us. For me, I was pretty much an online business to begin with as I build websites and produce those types of services. So not a lot has changed for me, but there are a lot of businesses that are operating virtually or trying to operate virtually and, and interacting differently with customers that typically would come through their door or utilize a product and service outside of the home. And so maintaining uh, some engagement with those customers is important because they are still wanting to have some sort of a, a, a regular life and your product or service may have been that solution, that that uh, service that was providing them something that they enjoyed. And if they if they can't utilize it now, then they're running into a problem there. Their, their problem is not being solved anymore. And if they can't get that from you, then they may end up having to look elsewhere for it. And I believe that going into the future, as we don't have to social distance anymore, and we can kind of try to get back to normal, business as normal is not going to be the same. We're still going to utilize services differently because we will have gotten used to the way that we are utilizing them now. Some of those uh, services or, you know, things that were only by a few being done virtually are now uh, becoming the norm because that's the only way that we can integrate with that business or utilize their services. So business as normal is not going or business as usual is not going to return to where it was for a lot of, of services and a lot of businesses. So it's important that you keep engaging with your customers so you can find out where they're at and what they want and continue to deliver because as businesses, we need to adapt. And this is definitely a time to adapt. So, of course, uh, this has ushered in a whole new way of communicating with people through video chat and stuff like that. I mean, realtors are showing houses virtually. Car dealerships are selling cars over Zoom meetings. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy how fast this transition took place. And to me, it's fascinating just how quickly we can adapt as a society when we have to. Of course, we want to maintain some sort of a regular life. And so we just utilize a tool now instead, since we can't really do it in person. So let's dive into my five tips for staying engaged with your customers. The first one is just don't disappear. It's really easy to disappear and just try to ride this thing out and wait because you don't necessarily know how to engage with your customers or how to continue working with them. Maybe you are afraid that if you contact them that they will think, oh, that's a service I could save money on by canceling. And you, you can't think like that because everybody who needs to save money right now is already looking at all of the services and products and stuff that they can scale back on. And so if you're wanting to maintain that relationship, maintain that customer relationship with them, then you need to make sure that they understand that you are still working, you are still providing that service. And if you just disappear,
here and hope to ride this thing out. You may find that you have a very small amount of customers when you come back. We are deep enough in this to know that we still need to interact with the outside world and people will assume that lack of communication might mean that your business is closed or that you're just not doing anything at all. And if you're not doing anything, why should they be paying you? So if you have a customer email list, I think now's the time to send them some emails. You can set up an email marketing account easily with ConvertKit, and it's free up to 500 email addresses. I use ConvertKit all the time. I've sent out emails to my clients and to my email list using ConvertKit. Um, it's a very, very simple to use platform and has a lot of automation stuff, which I'm definitely going to go into in some videos that I want to put up on uh, my my personal YouTube channel. So look forward to me talking a little bit about that soon, um, maybe in a podcast episode, but definitely uh, subscribe to my email list. There's a link to it down below, and I'll make sure that you get access to that. There's some video tutorials that I want to put out. So make sure that you don't disappear. Figure out a way to communicate with your customers. If you don't have an email list, of your customers uh, or don't have a way to really easily do that, then start utilizing social media and stuff like that so that you can reach out to them that way. Uh, now is a time to build. Even if you have to start from zero, now is a time to build rather than wait for all of this to, to be done. The next is to educate your customers. Whether you supply your customers with products or services, I mean, now is the time to teach them how to do something on their own. I've seen great examples over social media like Instagram with uh, hairstylists showing people how to trim their hair and just kind of cut around those uh, spots that typically grow out faster just so that people can get by. People still want to look decent and so helping them cut their hair by themselves or, or how to cut their spouse's hair or something like that is giving them that information. It, it isn't going to make everybody cut their own hair for the rest of their lives, things will return to normal. People still want to go and get their hair cut. But for now, it helps them get by. So think about how you can be educating your customers during this time, even if it means teaching them how to do a little bit of something that they would have come to you for. You're helping them get by right now. Chances are all of us could figure out how to do something on our own if we wanted to, but we don't. We go to a service provider to do it for us, like getting our hair cut, like, you know, uh, different services like that. And so if you can teach your customers a little bit on how to just get by right now, the things that they're thinking about, teach them how to do those things. It's going to solidify you as uh, that person in their life even more than, than you already were before. The next thing is to offer consultations or trainings or even do a Q&A. Um, I've made an offer to my clients that they can reach out to me and schedule Zoom meetings whenever they need uh, just so that we can work on an idea or a solution that they're trying to figure out so that they can maintain communication with their customers. Obviously, I've, I've had an influx of business recently just because a lot of my clients are rolling out different ways to communicate with their customers and provide services. And that means adding new features to their website so that they can continue uh, doing business. And so that's that's been great. 
but even just being able to offer some resources to your customers. You can easily host a customer summit on Zoom and bring all of your customers together to learn about a specific topic. I've offered to my clients that I will host a free 30-minute summit on digital marketing, uh, and I'm doing this for all of my business-to-business customers. So I I have uh, customers that are in a specific industry, and I can host a a digital meeting like this and kind of teach them some things like I'm doing in this podcast, like I'm doing in my email marketing, so that their customers can learn how to succeed during this time. So you could even consider bringing someone in from your industry to host a Zoom session with your customers. Um, There's lots of different ways that you can utilize what you know, what you offer, and also what others offer. Um, I read a study recently that Adobe conducted on the impact of their own customer summits that they do, which showed that 80% of attendees discovered new skills that impacted their organization and their careers. I think that as we move forward, not even just in this time, but as we move forward, into the future, a lot more training and education is going to come out of uh, being a, a service provider. In order to make sure our customers are successful, we need to make sure that we are equipping them. And now is a great time to start rolling some of these things out. Just a personal note here, I have some online courses that I've had out for a number of years on the topic of photography and WordPress and and web design, and even a couple of social media courses. Those courses have exploded in new user signups over the last month because people are looking at ways to do things, to learn more things, whether it's for their job, whether it's because they now have a need. And so they're looking for education. So how can you offer something like that to your customers? Um, One last note here as an example, a friend of mine owns a fitness studio and it's not a typical gym that you go to, you kind of work out on your own. It's a group fitness studio. And so they used to have classes and you would think that if they couldn't hold classes, that their business would just collapse. Well, they decided to film videos and put them up so that their uh, so their clients or their customers could do the videos at home, do the workouts at home. So they're still doing group workouts over tools like Zoom uh, with nice videos that they put together, um, and, and they're maintaining their customer base. They have hardly lost any customers over this time, and that's huge for a, for a gym, essentially, that you would think would lose a lot of customers right now during this time. So they're solidifying themselves as something that people are actually going to be excited to go back to after all of this is over. So I I recommend figuring out some way that you can uh, continue the training, throw in a consultation, do something with your customers there just to keep them engaged. The next is to produce some content that kind of ties into what I just said with with my, my friend who has the fitness studio. But invest in content marketing right now. That doesn't mean that you need to hire an agency to do this for you. I think now is the excellent is an excellent time to start that company blog or even a personal blog on a specific topic if you have some knowledge and you want to start to share that. A good content strategy will increase traffic to your website and also help you grow an email list, which with those email lists, it'll help you communicate with your customers better and even new prospective customers as well. 
Uh, people give their email address to receive notifications when I publish something new. And uh, I've, I send out email notifications to my clients, and that's a relatively small list. But then I have an email list from people who have said, you know, I want to subscribe to your email list so that you can get updates on something or get the latest video of something that I put out. And I have almost 20,000 subscribers on that list. So I have a very large amount of people that I can reach out to and provide value to. And when I have something new, uh, a, a new course or a new offering, I have a large audience that I can share that with. And it makes it a lot easier for me to get new customers because I have that audience already. If you're not sure what to create, look at what your competitors are doing. And if they aren't doing anything, look at similar businesses to yours and other markets to see what they are doing to make it through this time. The next thing is just to flat out call your customers. Perhaps what we really need during this time is personal reassurance. If I had a mortgage right now, I would appreciate a call from my loan officer just to check in and see if I had any questions, even though I know that my loan officer and the company that they worked for no longer hold my loan. If my loan officer is wanting future business from me, or even maybe an opportunity to do a refinance for me, just calling me and checking in and asking if I have any questions uh, solidifies that person as the person that I want to go back to next time when I have that need. My insurance agent might want to call right now to ask how I'm doing, just checking in, and to see if I have any questions about my policies in regards to what's going on right now. It's going to make it much easier when they call back for that yearly review to get me to sign on for another year if they held my hand a little bit during this time. So I believe in times like this, silence is really deadly for businesses. If you're not communicating, you're going to start losing customers. If customers have options, they might just be spending their downtime right now looking at those options. So as people look to reel in their expenses and reevaluate the products and services they consume, you might want to make sure that you're providing more value than your competitor, or at least engaging with your customers more than your competitor is with theirs. A simple call might be all that it really takes. So, of course, I have a lot of my own plates that are spinning right now, and I hope that you have found some sort of normal in all of this. But I have just one last tip for you on internet safety. When you are signing up for all of these new services and different things that you are utilizing that are online, make sure that you log in and enable two-factor authentication if possible. When you enable that, it means that even if your password was not super secure and somebody was able to guess or hack your password, they wouldn't be able to gain access to your account because they didn't have that two-factor authentication that sometimes means sending a code to your email or sending a code to your phone by a text message or utilizing a third-party app that assists in verification. So I recommend turning that on just so that you have some safety and peace of mind when it comes to accessing your accounts, especially if you're utilizing some of these accounts with clients. You definitely don't want those accounts getting hacked. So that's going to do it for this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast here if you have not and share it with someone that you think might find it useful. If you have any questions for me or need anything at all, make sure to head over to hillmediagroup.com. Click on that contact box. Or of course, you can hit me up through social media, either at Jared Hill or at Hill Media Group. I hope you're having a great day. Stay safe and we'll see you in the next one.